Welcome to Searching for Meaning podcast, guys. I'm here with my brother, Tiago, as we always do it. And, and I want to start with, because um, we were talking before we started the podcast about, if you don't know, um, actually, no, I'll put it another way. I was telling him how with the videos, because like we're trying to do the podcast in video, but I was telling him how it's kind of hard because, you know, because it's not a habit yet, it's something that I perceive to be much simpler than it actually is. Because in my mind, it's like, oh, just do the video. But in reality, it's like, okay, got to plan the video, then record, then you got to edit, select what you're going to even edit, then you have to export the video, do the thumbnail, upload to YouTube, do the description, schedule the upload. And even though, you know, maybe separately, those are not that complicated things. Like when you look at all of them, you know, because you're staring at, okay, I have to put the video, and then you realize all those things are to be done. Yeah. It's for, it's very often that we're gonna procrastinate when we're gonna when we're presented with that because it's much more than we initially thought. And he was telling me about um, Doctor K, which is this great psychologist, ter- psychiatrist, Harvard uh, uh, psychiatrist on YouTube. Um, and yeah, do you want to share what you were telling me before? So basically, he makes this content all um, not all, but mostly directed towards gamers. And and so this one was called. Um, he was talking about exact executive dysfunction was the name of the the problem he was addressing and basically mm-hmm. it consists in like gonzalo was saying when we have a a certain task that we need to do and it's not yet formed like an habit something you do regularly it's like something occasional or new like having to for example in our case um put out videos it's something new we don't we still don't have the process mapped out like we have uh just recording them and uploading yeah, them yeah. to Spotify and whatnot, all the podcast like platforms, and so it's it's a lot. It's a more different. Well, let me reformulate that. It's a lot harder for your brain to do that because we, as like people in general, aren't good or have become less good at figuring out what are the specific tasks that are needed to be done to actually achieve the goal that was set out in the beginning. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. he, he was talking. He was relating this to video games. He was saying that gamers are especially bad at doing this because most video games present you with the goal and they guide you towards the goal. So you don't have to figure out what are the tasks you need to do to get to the to the goal. Or if you need to to find them, they specifically make it easy for you to find them. So yeah. it's like, it's very easy. Like if you, if you play video games, you know, like, where do you go? Where are enemies? It's like, it's something very basic that you don't, don't require like brain power or creativity or anything else to to get you there and and because of that when we come back to the real world and we need to do like all sorts of different things and, and that your jobs and school requires we don't know how hard it is not, not how hard it is but there's all the small details that go into actually doing things so let's say you have to do like a job presentation in your mind you're like i have to do the job presentation but then you get there you sit in front of the computer and you're like overwhelmed because you have no idea where to start and why is that because you don't know the specific tasks in your mind you can't visualize the specific task needed to get going and what what are those like it's like opening up the google tab getting out the google search engine typing uh whatever it is that you need to research for your job then copy pasting the essential information towards the word file resuming and changing certain things it's like and that may seem like ridiculous the fact that you need to say to yourself in your mind all those specific things but that's how things get done, you know? Like when you're yeah. doing specific tasks, you are doing all those small little things that you take for granted because it's things you already know that you're doing in like 
in your daily life. But with, yeah. when it's something new, you underestimate the fact that there are still those things there, yeah, you know? true. Because you're so and, used to them already being there. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so important to not only, like, before you start, actually take some time to plan out to try to understand the steps that are going to be required. Because, for example, if it's the first time you're doing it, you're not going to be able to plan out all the steps. There's going to be things that are going to appear that you're not expecting. There's going to be things that are going to maybe take longer than you thought. That they're not going to go exactly as you, you know, as you first planned them to go. But by starting that and then, you know, redoing that process and, you know, looking at how it went, improving upon that, you will then get to a point, especially if it's something you're planning to do fairly regularly or something that's, you know, you you you're fairly certain you'll continue to do in the future. So that has some utility to it. Um, then, you know, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it and much more efficient you will get as well. Um, because it's one of those things that I noticed, you know, certain habits that I have already. Let's say, for example, just the daily content for Instagram that we post. It's, at this point, it's very optimized because I understand every part of the process of it and so it's like when i'm confronted with it i'm not you know i don't have to do that of thing like oh fuck and I, and then there was this thing i missed and then that thing i missed and because you know because but in the beginning it was kind of like that and it was more like oh I, photoshop there's a problem here or oh i have to research images that i didn't have but now because you know i kind of uh trimmed those edges or you know iron those details out now it's just kind of smooth sailing and doing it. But to get to that point, yeah, it's like like we're talking, it does require uh, you going through that process of, you know, planning, not really going according to plan, maybe you getting a bit frustrated with it, and then improving upon it. I think the problem is that most people either never plan anything and just wait for the last minute, where they, they're really forced to sit down and do it, or they try once and then it goes wrong, or, you know, obviously it doesn't go according to plan, and then they never do it again. And then they, they just, you know, go back to resorting to the last minute thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's one of those things that I also think it requires to look a bit more into the long term. Because, you know, if we're talking about more, I don't know, like an exam is coming up or like a job presentation is coming up and someone is just focused on that, then there was, there's really not going to be any purpose to, you know, putting all this effort in because you're going to look at it as a one-time thing. And so if it's a one-time thing, there's no problem doing it as a like a last minute thing. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that it's not going to be that for most things. It's going to happen again. Mm -hmm. The same patterns are going to be there for different things. And so then, yeah, it does, it does become required to to start that process of learning. And even in those cases, I think it's one of those mentality shifts that need to happen that you are building a skill. Like Dr. K. Yeah, was exactly. In this, this is a skill that you can develop. The improving your system function, basically what he called it, like is a skill you can get better at doing this in general because you mm -hmm. apply it to specific tests and then it's a pattern in your mind you already know that for a new test that pops up you'll have to operationalize which is how we called it basically uh figuring out all the small steps required to get there yeah you it, it becomes something that you naturally go to you know your brain yeah. actually goes to that thing to that process of operationalizing and making everything kind of like clear in, in your mind and so it's never a waste for you to even if it's a one-time thing like you're saying exams like probably you're not gonna like you're, okay that's that exam in particular you're gonna have one but yeah, yeah. you have a lot more exams in life probably you know yeah of course and, and it's one of those things that yeah it's like you the person may perceive it as a one-time thing but it's not a one-time thing yeah and, and it never will be even if it is truly a one-time th thing like it's the last exam of your life it still doesn't matter because 
even if it is, it's a skill that you carry to everything in your life. When you have yeah. a job, there are going to be, especially if it's a new job, a lot of new things are going to pop up and you'll need to know how to operationalize them in a way that you can do them in an efficient manner. So you don't leave things to the last hour, like you were saying, and, and get all stressed about it and do suboptimal work, most likely. And so, yeah. and basically, the take, what I took away from the, the video was basically this concept of operationalizing everything and, and, and when, when it's related to goals that you want to achieve. Uh, and also, he, he did like a thought experiment that I found very cool. He said, basically, like, if you don't know where to start, Imagine yourself to be paralyzed from the neck below and you have to tell someone like your butler, personal butler, everything he needs to do to achieve that thing. Like, oh, if, it, like if it was your body, it, it wasn't your own body, it was someone else that you were commanding to do only the, like the specific tasks. Like you're still the one thinking and, and about what you're doing, but you're just telling them what to do with their hands and their body. Yeah, and, it was, yeah. and that that was like a kind of like a mind blown moment because that makes things a lot clearer like it, it, it with anything you gave the example of like let's say you're working on a, a um a presentation for school so it's mm -hmm. like all of a sudden you have to tell your butler okay open a powerpoint uh new file then uh choose the font for the title go online and search for this topic it's like yeah it, it may seem ridiculous but this is like this is it you know this is how you start to do yeah. Uh, a presentation for, for school or you know independent of the whatever the the subject is you're gonna yeah, have to go to because even even if you like it, it may seem ridiculous to like if you write imagine if someone was to write like a checklist let's say you need to do a presentation on x y topic whatever and if, if you were to write like all the steps like okay move uh, my hand and type on or okay may, maybe simplify like uh, open Cro google chrome yeah. type uh, on the search bar something if you were to do like all those steps like that in like a big list and then you just went over each one and crossed them out you would like you would get that presentation done with much or much least resistance than normal because it would i think the big problem is that you know when we put also big fucking tasks that will take four hours each because it's just an agglomerate of a lot of things then yeah, it will lead to that, you know, delaying because you don't want in your mind you're like, fuck, I have to do this for four hours now, and then you're like, ah, I'll just delay a little bit more. But like you're saying, and like Doctor K was saying, by doing that and by really, you know, splitting it to the the most you can split it, it then in a way becomes like a video game where it's like, okay, first task done, and then you can cross it, and just that process of doing something and crossing it out will give a lot of pleasure of just like, oh, I done, I did something. And I did the next thing. And I actually see the progress going over. And even when I plan my weeks and my days, sometimes there are tasks that I, I split a bit more just so I can have the pleasure of going there and like putting green that I did it. Because I know if I do that, then I'm going to be much more likely to do the next thing. Because I get that sense of reward of, oh, I did it. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I know that sounds a bit stupid and ridiculous and maybe, you know, childish. But, you know, we're human. We have our our side that we don't control how it reacts to certain things and to that i react very well and most people do as well and so it's it's one of those things that instead of saying that it's like oh that's stupid i'll just do it maybe try it and you'll see how yeah. how much more pleasant it can become yeah turn those stupid things into your advantage i guess yeah. like it's if it's one of those like if you can control it and like you're saying most people can't you know the satisfaction of checking something of your your list or checking like even mentally checking something the the pleasure of saying you've performed this test and now it's done 
it's like everyone likes that in general you know humans in general will be attracted to that so why yeah. not use that you know make it's like like we always say make things easier for yourself always make them easy. there's no need to complicate them anymore because for most people it's already complicated enough you know you're not going to be motivated to do anything and so whatever gets you there most easily like do that there's no shame in that yeah. as long as you're going in the uh, the, in, a, in a good direction and you're improving like that's it you're just winning by yeah. and 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 also uh, w- w- another thing I want to talk about now that I talked about motivation was it was um, it was the, the end of the video he talked about how we there's a lot of talk about motivation basically in, in the psychology field and self-help and all these mm-hmm. people always talk about motivation you know I like in, in people in general they say like when you ask them why aren't they doing something they say that it's because I'm not motivated enough. I don't have motivation to do that. And that's true, you know, by the definition of motivation, which is like the ability to do what you want to do. If you aren't doing it, yeah, you don't have motivation. But saying that doesn't help anyone because like, okay, that's a already a known fact that you don't have motivation. You know? What do you do about that? You know, yeah. if you go to a psychologist, a good one, he won't just, he won't uh, like, write down on his notebook that your disease is lack of motivation. That's not how it works, you know? Or that your problem is lack of motivation. It doesn't need to be a disease. Yeah. That's not what he does. He, he, like, he takes note of that, and that's your symptom, like you said. Like, lack of motivation is a symptom. So if there's a symptom, there's a problem. What's the problem that's causing lack of motivation? And then he goes into all the specific things it can be. It can be what we just talked about, about system dysfunction, executive dysfunction, sorry. It can be about, uh, like, trauma, past trauma, ADHD, he talked about like uh, a, di- a difference in things that you think you should do and things that you want to do and yeah. the la- uh, dif- difficulty in establishing clear goals. It can be like a whole like yeah, yeah. giant thing, you know, like uh, there's like so many options and that's why, you know, psychologists exist and, and people to help you with that. But that's it's, it's just a disservice to just call it like a motivation, you know? Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, that, but also if you call it that, it's like you're, it's almost a problem without solutions. Like, oh, I don't have motivation. It's like, oh, I, I, there's this thing that needs to appear and I don't know how it appears. But if you pinpoint it, like, like you were saying, oh, maybe it's this one factor or it's this other factor. Or it's a bunch of factors that I don't have in place and I, I never even bothered to, to check if it was something I could control. Because at least for me, when I hear, oh, I, I don't have motivation, I always think someone was just like watching YouTube videos, motivational YouTube videos, trying to get motivated. That's yeah. what I think about. Or or someone that is like trying to do something to feel this kind of quick rush inside so they can get to do something. And honestly, for most things, it's not going to be that. Like no one that does something long enough feels that anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, at least for the daily practice of it, like uh, I don't know, like a professional athlete doesn't feel anything when he goes to the the day, the morning practice that he does every day. You know, it's just routine, and that's one of the things that I believe as well that people have so wrong is that, or um, all of us is a lot of times we think it's gonna be big fucking efforts, big things that we do not once but that we do in a short period of time, and then that gives us the results we want. Whereas for the most part, at least things that are really worthwhile, they're really long term. They're just going to require that kind of, I'm not going to call it boring, but that routinely activity of not the same thing always, but the same kind of type of thing. You know, going to the gym, eating uh, the proper diet, you know, doing the, the required things, say, you know, for your school studying. You know, those, those are not things you're usually going to wake up like super excited and like, 
almost with a rush of of that excitement to do in the long term you know eventually you get used to them eventually anything but but even the most exciting thing for you now if you were to do it every day then it will lose that excitement it's almost inevitable that this will happen and so like dr k was saying it becomes much more about understanding what are some factors that maybe i don't have optimized enough or that maybe i never even tried to solve and how can i make them benefit me instead of the opposite and if you do that i feel like you know it's of course it's not going to be solved next week or maybe even next month but if you start putting those those right steps in place then yeah of course you'll get to a point where you're much more productive you're doing things much better and you're not just constantly fighting with this these demons inside that are telling you to go on instagram and you know just scroll until you fall asleep yeah yeah that's just like that's i think that's the and also the I, the notion that's like important to know that you're not going to be driven on excitement for the rest of your life you know yeah. and that, that's because there's good things that you need to do that you won't be excited about doing you know yeah you know like like eating good food like eating cleanly and working out whatever it may be exercising in general like after a while it's not going to be exciting you know for once in a while you'll do exciting things like you go play a football game with your friends you go play basketball with your friends you go hitchhiking you'll go rock climbing and there's like those are important things to keep you excited about the journey from time to time but what's going to get you through the journey is going to be that consistency and there's a different host of values that need to be there for you to actually be long term with anything and that's something you really need to be thinking about like why do i want to keep exercising and then you think to yourself okay i I value my health i want to be here for a a long time and for a good time i want to have a a healthy quality of life while i'm alive like and those are like important things to think about to yourself you know like don't take those things for granted because most likely if you're hearing this you're kind of young and you still probably haven't had, had to felt like all the things that come with old age neither have we you know but yeah be aware of that because there are people that like they die out all of a sudden they like maybe they get in a car crash and all of a sudden they can't walk and it's like it's this vulgar things that we take for granted like walking and obviously like running exercising in general being able to exercise with your friends even like like it, i can remember like, in my in my mind like old times where i was like injured like something uh-huh. like like I, I had my ankle sprained or something i was like yeah for two weeks and i was like ah oh, damn this really sucks and then i heal it and it was really like yeah. <laughs> yeah you forget about it and like, like and then right I, I forget how good it is to not have your ankle sprained right? Yeah. right now i have like no major physical problems like no issues it's like i forget about that and it's yeah, exactly. and it's like i need to remind myself this is amazing i can go play basketball with my friends i can yeah uh work out and, and hit the bag if i want i can go lift weights i can go run or ride a bike to the beach if i want it's like and those are such things that we take for granted but there are people that would give like so everything. much yeah so much yeah everything just, they have to be able to experience yeah it's yeah it's to a certain extent it's like a curse of the human being where you're you're always going to get used to whatever yeah. you have but but yeah uh, i think we can like end on this and just uh yeah. to, like if you guys go definitely check dr k on youtube yeah, for um sure. great great content and yeah we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>